Hi, I'm Neve Ennis, transformation coach and host of your Tough Love Energy podcast. I work with women just like you who want greater clarity on where they are going in life. Together, we restore your confidence, we rebuild better boundaries, and we reconnect you with who you are deep inside. Using mindset, spirituality, and pure practical advice, I guide you and I equip you with all that you're going to need to bring about change in your life. We get you to that place to believe, to see not only that change is possible, but that it is entirely possible for you. What you're changing doesn't matter. What matters most is that you give yourself permission to do just that. So without further ado, let's jump right into this week's episode of Tough Love Energy. Hi there, and welcome to this week's episode of my Tough Love Energy podcast. Letting go of people or knowing when the time is for us to let go can be one of the most painful and difficult decisions that we make. And I think one of the reasons why it puts such fear in us all and makes us so stressed and worried and anxious about having to do it is because it feels so very final. And when I was thinking and preparing for this podcast, I was remembering or I was reminded of the amount of times that I've heard over the years, people saying, uh, making statements like, you can tell a lot by somebody, by the friends that they have in their lives, about the length of the friendships. Um, never trust somebody who just has new friends in their lives. And I have to confess that this is a story and a theory that I would have myself fully subscribed to. And I think, you know, in the interest of full transparency, I think to a certain extent, I still believe that. And I still uh, think that, you know, if you want to know how somebody else will treat you, you look at how they treat other people. And so if somebody values friendship and values the history and the tradition of a friendship, then I think it bodes well for you building a friendship with them. However, I don't believe that it should be exclusively having old friends only or versus new friends. Um, I, you know, I think and and when I think about the people around me and I think about their network of friends and their friendship groups, I, th- I can see that the ones that invest the most amount of time and invest the most of themselves into their friendships are people that have that blend, have that mix of old and new. And yes, I think it is important and there will be no situation that you'll ever be able to convince me otherwise to believe other than uh, the importance of loyalty and integrity and loyalty as a value, as a personal value for me is something that, that I rate very highly. And it's something that probably has tripped me up over the years if I felt that somebody was being disloyal to me, I could be quite unforgiving. But Loyalty is something that we uh, can believe in and that we should respect. But that doesn't mean that we have to measure our friendships 
based on a length of time, a length of uh, the length of years which we've known them or we've engaged with them. And so I think, you know, that that's important to make that distinction between being loyal, but also being open to the value of new friends. I also think it's really important that we need to acknowledge that as we go through life, as we grow and evolve, and as we move from one phase of our lives into another, we will require and have different requirements from our friendships as we move from one stage to the other. Uh, Equally, if that applies to us, we have to be honest and recognize that that must apply to other people. So, you know, depending on if you go to college, you're likely your friendship group is likely during that time to be very centered and based around people that you have met and are meeting on a regular base in college. When you go to work, you if you're lucky, you will make friendships with it amongst your colleagues. Um, if you move to a different neighborhood or if you're a first time mom or if your uh, kids are going to school and you're meeting other moms or fathers at the school gates, then you know, you're likely to be drawn to friends and potential friends that you have a common bond with, that there is a common link with, that understand where you are at that certain point in your life. So I think, you know, let's not just make friendship out to be a black and white situation. It's not. But when we are talking about it in this context, about the context of letting go of friendships, I just think that it's important to recognize in that lovely old, although it probably feels a bit like a cliche at this stage, but, you know, the people come into our lives for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And there are many friendships that will come in and out of our life for different seasons, for different reasons, and maybe not always for a lifetime. And that that's okay. Also, this needs to be underpinned, I think, by the belief or trying to connect with the belief or the understanding that we won't always be liked. And we can waste so much of our lives just trying to fit in, trying to belong, trying to be liked. And the truth of it is, is that that really never works. Who we are is far more than even we can start to understand. We weren't meant to fit in. We weren't meant to belong in it with every friendship group, with every group of people that we meet. There will always be people that won't like us. And that can be hard to accept. It's not necessarily difficult to acknowledge, but it is hard to accept because the human part of us wants to be liked. We want to be loved. And and very often we're left actually just not understanding why somebody might not like us or might not want to spend time with us. And it doesn't matter what we do or how much we attempt or even try to avoid it. Our presence is by its very nature, is bound to annoy someone, to trigger something in somebody else. I mean, that is as sure as eggs are eggs. We are going to 
bring up or to raise that reaction in somebody else. It could be in our family, it could be somebody at work, it could be somebody, you know, within our friendship network. We're not going to get on with everyone. And I know we've said it probably, you know, you've said it to yourself since since you were a child that if we were all the same, life would be very boring. And it's the differences that make us interesting and it's the differences that make the world interesting. But we also have to recognize that actually there are not just certain types of people that we will connect with, but the energy of of people will match our energy at different times. And that's why I'm sure you've had the experience where you get introduced to somebody and your initial reaction might be, no, this person isn't my kind of person. Or equally, you might get introduced to somebody and go, oh, my God, I love this person. I want to spend time with this person. So, you know, that experience can be so personalized and so individual, but it's trying to understand that it's through no fault of your own. It's not your doing that sometimes other people will have that reaction to you. And so, you know, there needs to be an acceptance of that. And and for a lot of us, we we have to learn that lesson quite early in life. You know, there are none more cruel than children. And when you think back to, you know, the friendships that you had, you know, when you're eight, nine, ten, and then even into your teenage years, you know, we were cruel to each other. And this was this was God help the young ones, and I, I sound like an old one saying that, but, you know, this was before social media. And um, the majority of us listening to, to this podcast today w- would be of an age where uh, where we grew up before social media. And thank God for that. But we can only imagine that, you know, knowing how difficult it was, how Uh, in how disposable we all were. I mean, we all can remember being the one that this happened to as well as the one that did it. But the swapping of friends, the swapping of, no, she's my best friend this week or, the you know, you're in the group one week, you're out the next. You know, that was very commonplace. And that, um, on one hand, you might argue, helped toughen you up. But it also just showed you how... Um, how cruel a world it can be and that for this, the more sensitive amongst us that that can have had quite a traumatic and lasting impact. That feels a little bit different and a little bit separate between us recognising that we are not for everyone and and really to come to terms with that, to really lean into that, to really recognize that how somebody feels about us is not because of something we've done. It's either an energetic mismatch or it could just be that maybe something about us is is reminding them or triggering them of something in themselves. And that very often, even though it feels like the most personal insult and the most personal way to offend anyone is to you know let them know that you don't like them if you're in the receiving um stage of that feeling it's to remember that actually it's not up to you to change how somebody feels about you or how somebody thinks about you and that to some extent or to a large extent, we need to recognize and understand that that is going to keep happening as we go through life. We cannot, cannot expect to be liked by everyone. Okay. But also the reason why I spend so much time on on that point is that 
I think it's really important that we recognize that we allow other people influence the decisions we make. We don't even know, need to know these people particularly well. We wildly and all as this might sound, we don't even need to like them, but we allow our fears about what they will think or they might think or they might say or what opinion they might have on something that we want to do or something that we want to say. And we let that impact us to the point that it alters what we do. And one of the the reference points that I often talk about in this is like Mavis in accounts, you know, Mavis in accounts might be the kind of person that loves to have the the little bitch or the little gossip about, did you hear what Neve's doing now? Did you hear that podcast? Did you hear what she said about this? And, you know, Mavis might, that's where she gets her kicks is commenting on what other people are doing and other people are saying, and good luck to Mavis if you're listening, but equally, you know, Mavis, is on her path in life. I'm on mine. And if I allow Mavis to impact on what I do and what I say, then I am the bigger fool. We cannot let other people influence what we say and what we do. And if you find that there are people in your life whose negative impact or negative thoughts impact on you, whose negative attitudes and opinions influence you and what you do, then you really need to take a good hard look as how can you extract from those people? How can you detach from those people? And how can you let them go from your life? In all cases, when I'm talking about letting people go, it's not necessarily a case of needing to sit down and have a conversation and say, by the way, I'm out. By the way, you're not my friend anymore. I mean, this is we're not back in the schoolyard, but we can slowly remove ourselves from other people or allow you know, give ourselves permission to be able to um, not engage to a, a certain extent. So I think that, you know, it is important to say that. And in, in knowing that, in knowing who you should allow in your life, I would say to you, think about who lights you up. Think about whose company when you leave that you feel energized by, that you feel empowered by, that you feel lighter from. They're the people. They're the people you want around you. Now, of course, everybody's going to have their good days, their bad days. Some people um, are just not made that way. And, and certainly it's nobody else's job or responsibility to entertain us. But what we're talking about here are the feelings. And if you're to look at the opposite of that, think about the groups of friends. Think about the groups of people that, uh, you know, you have spent time with. And if you notice on a repeated basis that you're leaving depleted, with no energy, with feeling bad about yourself with feeling low in yourself, then these people are people that you need to detach from. And, you know, going full circle on, on where I started with this, it's the fear that we have of letting go, people go is because it feels permanent. It doesn't have to be permanent. It can be just that you need to take time away from them. You need to take time, you know, on your own. You need to work on your own confidence, your own self-belief, your own strength, make your own decisions and go your own path. 
And who knows that somewhere down the line, you might be ready to welcome them back into, into your life. And equally, as you detach, and this happens more often than you can imagine, as you detach from people, they feel it. They might not even know it, but energetically, they feel it. And as you pull back, they will pull closer to you or they will try to pull you back in closer. So very often just creating that bit of space between you both can alter the state of the friendship. So don't be afraid to let people go. Be afraid to keep people in your life that are bringing you down. If their energy is low, if their energy is dark, and if it's over a sustained period, if it's over an unexplained reason, then you may need to start protecting yourself, protecting your energy, looking after yourself and letting people go. It's not easy. I've done it. I've done it and known that it was the right thing to do. I've done it and regretted it. Um, It's all part of, of growing and evolving and expanding. And sometimes you do have to let people go just because it's not the right time for you and for them. The season, the reason and the lifetime. So go easy on yourself. Make sure that you surround yourself with good people. Make sure you surround yourself with people that cheer you on, that are there for you, that will support you, that want the best for you. Because if they want the best for you, you'll want the best for them. And to me, that's what friendship is all about. All right. I think that is it. So for your homework, your tough love energy homework this week, I just ask you to sit down and to think about maybe one or two people that that you have been feeling stressed out about, that you have noticed that maybe, you know, when you leave their company that you feel low and depleted and um, that they bring out the worst in you and also that They don't celebrate you or celebrate your achievements. So think about who those people might be. It might be Mavis in accounts. It might be somebody in your family. It might be somebody in your friendship group. And then just think about what would the next steps be that you would like to take that would help you get to a point where you'd feel more empowered, more connected and still respecting not just the friendship, but respecting yourself. So good luck with that. Let me know, as always, how you get on. You know where to find me on Instagram at one neevenice or on my website, indeed, which is neevenice.com. Do get in touch. Do let me know if anything in today's podcast resonated with you. And I will look forward to speaking to you very soon. Much love. So thank you so much for joining me for today's Tough Love Energy podcast. I really hope that you found it useful. I would absolutely love to know and to hear what your takeaways were from this episode and all the other episodes as well. So come and find me on Instagram. My handle there is at one Neve Ennis or on neveennis.com. Let me know how it's helping you get tougher with yourself on going after what you want, what you desire, what you need. And also let me know how it's helping you be gentler when you get there. I'd also love if you went over and subscribed to the show on your favorite podcast platform, not from an ego 
perspective, I promise you. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave me a five star review, what this means is that more people will get to hear it. So I'll be able to get this podcast and all my other podcasts in front of the people who really need to hear it. Also, just to let you know that I've developed a quiz just for you that's going to help you identify which kind of people pleasing type you are. Now, knowing this or having this information is really useful. I believe that I understanding our people-pleasing tendencies is at the core to helping us remove some of the things that are blocking us or getting in our way. So once you know what your people-pleasing type is, it's very helpful because it teaches you how to get past it, how to manage it. And I'll also be giving you some tools and guidance and mantras and affirmations to do just that. So I'll put the link in the show notes below here, but you'll also find it on nevenice.com forward slash quiz. Thank you and speak to you soon.